0: Welcome to the podcast, Embracing the Adventure of Mom Life. This podcast is for all moms who are ready to learn and grow alongside their teens and tweens and make these years the best ones yet. I'm your host, Kimberly Nichols, and I'm glad that you're here on this adventure with me. This is episode 17, the phrase I removed from my vocabulary. Welcome back, everybody. I hope you had a wonderful Easter celebrating with family and remembering Christ in our life and how amazing it is that we can live again like he did. Today, I want to talk to you about removing a phrase from your life and from your vocabulary. This is one that obviously is a personal choice, but I'm going to explain to you what it is and why I stopped saying it. To give you a little background, my husband is an English major, and with that, I learn a lot about the English language and Latin and anything you can think of. And one of the things that my husband has taught me is how much our words matter and how choosing words that you use really can affect the meaning that comes across. Now, everyone always can interpret in whatever way they want, but when you think about what you say and you intentionally choose the words In a meaningful, thoughtful way, not only is it less likely to happen, but also you are more clearly delivering the message that you are intending to deliver. Our words matter, and as obvious as that is, it's also something that is kind of overlooked. And I think the place that it is most overlooked is when we are speaking to ourselves, especially as moms who are trying to do their best and really feeling like they're struggling, maybe even failing. When I talk about the intentionality of your words and choosing your words wisely and carefully and thoughtfully, this isn't to make you super self-conscious and to make you afraid, but really what it is is to create an awareness of how you are speaking because you may not even notice the kind of words that you are using, the kind of language that you're using for yourself or with your teenagers or whoever else you may interact with. Sometimes we just don't notice. Sometimes we get so used to just saying what we're thinking and not unfiltered, but we just don't notice the kind of patterns that we are creating in our thoughts and in our words to ourselves. So this is to bring some awareness to you. Okay. So what is this phrase? The phrase I eliminated from my vocabulary is what is wrong? This has been a question that I have used in my life so many times in so many places. And I feel like as a mom, that number drastically increased. I would always ask my children what's wrong when they're crying or when they seem upset or whatever, maybe looking a little off in their life. I would use the phrase, what's wrong? I would ask them that. And I did the same thing for myself all the time. If I felt a little off, I would ask myself, what's wrong? A few years ago, I had this experience where I went to a meeting that was an hour away and I loved the meeting, but when I left that morning for the meeting, I had just felt off a little bit, maybe unhappy or unsettled or something, and I just couldn't pinpoint it. But I went to the meeting, had a great time, but then I had this hour drive home where I was really thinking because I still felt off and I just kept asking myself, what is wrong? What is wrong? And I was thinking and thinking and thinking and trying to think, what is wrong? And I was stumped and I had no idea why I was feeling the way I was feeling. And I don't know how many minutes it was before I, it hit me, but I realized nothing was wrong. Sometimes we ask ourselves questions to try and figure something out, but sometimes we ask the wrong questions. And for me, that was the wrong question. The more I tried to figure out what was wrong, the more confused I got. And one of the things that I have really learned over my experience in coaching and learning about mindset and all these different things is that there's nothing wrong with these negative emotions that we feel. There is absolutely nothing wrong with it. And in this moment, when I was driving in the car and I was really feeling off, I realized nothing was wrong and that if anything was quote unquote wrong, It was the question I was asking myself. Whatever I was feeling was okay. Whatever I was feeling was normal. It wasn't happy, so I knew something was going on. So instead, I started asking myself other questions. And from there, I was able to figure out what was going on for me. And it was so helpful. Our brains are an amazing thing, and as I've told you, they're your number one asset. They are the best resource that you have to make your life the way you want it, to figure things out, to understand yourself. The one thing though is that our brains don't recognize the difference between the sarcasm that we say to ourselves or literal things versus, you know, small pains versus life-threatening things. All of those Are the same for our brain and as we say things like what is wrong your brain is immediately categorizing whatever you are feeling as wrong and putting a mental note back in there in your brain saying this whatever it is that I'm feeling like sad is wrong so when you ask yourself what's wrong and you figure out that you are really upset that day really angry about something your brain categorizes angry as wrong if you are asking your teenager the same thing and they are super sad that day, their brain will automatically categorize sad as wrong. That is just how our brain works. But knowing how your brain works is an amazing thing because then you can pay attention to the things that you are saying and make sure that you're not doing that to yourself. So that is why I eliminated the question, what is wrong? I don't ask my kids that anymore, and I don't ask myself that. Nothing is wrong with these negative feelings. Nothing is wrong when you are unhappy. Nothing is wrong if you are feeling off. What you want to do instead is figure out what you are experiencing. Once you figure out what you're experiencing, then you can be able to figure out what you need to do to help you and to move through whatever it is that you are experiencing. I'm going to give you a couple questions and ideas of what you can ask yourself and what you can think about and what you can use for your teens if you notice that you are feeling off or unhappy or that they are. First is, what is going on? What's going on for me? Second, what am I feeling right now? Third, what is bothering me? Fourth, what's on my mind right now? And fifth, What am I concerned about right now? And those questions you can use for your teenager as well. You can just switch around how you say it. So you can say, what's going on for you right now? Or how are you feeling today? Or is something bothering you? What's on your mind? Are you concerned about something? When you start asking questions like those, then your brain can start finding the answers. And your brain isn't going to think that these negative feelings or when you're unhappy, that it is not okay, that it is wrong. Words have power and it's an amazing thing and kind of intimidating sometimes because of the power that they can have. But it's the awareness that matters. If you are aware, even if you do say what's wrong, you can follow that up. You can correct it. You can reword things. But just starting to notice, starting to pay attention to the words, especially that you use for yourself when you're trying to figure out what you're feeling and how you are doing. That connection and that awareness with yourself will make a big difference. So you can take this and you can run with it and you can eliminate what's wrong from your vocabulary. If you don't, that's totally fine too. But just really start thinking about what you're asking yourself and what you're implying. Nothing is wrong with feeling unhappy. Nothing is wrong with being sad or frustrated or lonely or any of those negative feelings. They are all good. They're good in a different way than what you would picture. They're good in a way that is beneficial and growing and stretching and a way that will help you to become a better person and to become more of you. When you can start to see that these negative things are just a part of the adventure, a part of the journey, and just part of the process of becoming like God. We are learning, and there is only one way to learn. You cannot learn from always being happy. You've got to learn through all the negative things. That's where the real growth happens. And that's also when the real joy is recognized. Without those sorrowful things and those struggles, the joy and the peace isn't as amazing. You know what your brain is capable of, and you know how it can help you so much more. Start using it to your advantage. Try asking yourself those questions instead when you notice yourself saying what's wrong. Try asking yourself, how are you feeling? What's bothering you? What's on your mind? And see if it makes a difference. I already know the answer for myself, and I already know the difference it's made for me. But the only way you will know is by trying it. So give it a try and see what it does for you. I'll see you next week. I'm excited to share more tools, insights and experiences with you every week to help you start smiling more in your mom life, even when it's hard. If you want even more help, you can find me on Instagram at Chrysalis Coaching with Kimberly, or you can check out my one-on-one coaching program on my website, chrysaliscoachingwithkimberly.com. And if you never want to miss an episode, click the follow button.